the path doesn't have to be straight. We have enough information that we can value courage. You're listening to the We Get Real AF podcast, exploring the future with trailblazing women and girls in emerging tech, XR, AI, and futurism. Science and technology are reshaping our world at lightning speed. Engage in conversations that'll spark your curiosity and challenge what you thought possible. Inventing tomorrow starts now. And here are your hosts, Vanessa Alava and Sue Robinson. Welcome, everyone, to the We Get Real AF podcast and our special career segment, Profesh Sesh. I'm Sue Robinson. And I'm Vanessa Alava. You asked and we listened. You wanted more support, more resources, and we are here with our talent specialist, Elisa Walters, every week covering all things career. That's right. I am so excited to be talking career development, growth, mentorship, all the good things. So let's dive in. Friends, family members, colleagues, former employers, all these people are potential professional references for you as you go about your job search. So today, our talent specialist, Elisa Walters, is going to unpack for us how best to leverage your network to get great professional references. Elisa, help us out. How do we do this? This is a a tradition within the job process that is so important when it's done correctly. I think that a lot of studies are starting to find that reference checks may not be the best indicator to ensure performance and competency because these references are handpicked by a candidate. One of the first rounds of interviews after my phone screen for the news team is the writing test. If somebody can't pass this writing test, no matter how great they look on paper, or no matter how much their references praise them, if they can't write, that is a core competency skill required for the role. That's demonstrating whether they're competent enough to do the job or not. So for example, if you're coming out of college, a professor that you wrote a lot of papers for should be the reference you go to to talk about your ability to communicate via the written word. I mean, should you drill it down like that and provide those references along with their associated skill set to which that person can speak? Yes. And I'm going to break this down into two two thoughts that I have, Sue. So there are a lot of uh, vendors out there that provide an automated reference check which is another thing that we're seeing companies go towards is an automated one. So essentially, a candidate puts in their references. The reference receives a SurveyMonkey type form, and then they're asked to assess within this form. It's sent back to the hiring team, and it provides a grade. It is important to curate your references uh, based on the job, And so that people can actually speak to the core skills that you brought in the scope of your responsibilities from that professional reference that that person can specifically speak to. They may be asked, hey, you know, talk to me about this person's scope of responsibilities. How did they handle themselves in this? Can you can you point to a specific example that showcases their ability to work under pressure or their time management skill or, you know, how they worked within the team? So I think it is important to, to curate that, your references based on the role that you're, you're going after. 
Great, great advice. And good to know that this somewhat traditional way of of the interview process is being uh, phased out and more creative, um, open-minded ways are are being considered to evaluate someone's um, skill set. I, I don't know how I feel about computers grading references. You can talk to somebody on the phone. And if you're a good reference checker, right? You can tell by their intonation, uh, the kinds of questions you ask, their hesitancy, or their overwhelming enthusiasm. You can tell a lot about the person they're speaking about. But I do have one more question, which is what are some etiquette points around asking somebody to be a reference and then when they do that for you, uh, thanking them or following up afterwards? I think email, picking up the phone, and reaching out to somebody that um, is in your network that you want to put forth as a reference, telling them what the scope of the role is, what you would be doing, and would they be open to being a reference, I think is is really important, and asking them. Um, you never want anyone to feel taken off guard um, and, and contact out of the blue um, without giving somebody that that heads up. Or if you've provided a list of references to the company within your your resume, your cover letter, however you submitted for the job, which a lot of people tend to do, just circling back and saying, hey, I'm in the final stages of an interview for this particular role, they may reach out to you. Because if they're on that list, you should have already been in touch with them. So now you're just giving them a heads up. And then I think giving it a couple of days and either reaching out and, and just thanking them. I've got one last question for you, Elisa. If you're in a position where you are exploring your options and potentially have gotten down to the road of like giving references and somebody's asking for references, but you're still at your current employer and don't really want to let the cat out of the bag yet, how do you approach that? I've had people say transparently, you know, this is a discrete search that I've been doing and, and my company is currently unaware, so I don't feel comfortable giving them as a reference. Mm -hmm. um, and people understand that, you know, nobody wants to jeopardize somebody's livelihood. Thank you, Elisa. Always great advice. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of We Get Real AF. We're excited to bring you the voices of amazing women and girls who are shaping the future for good. Please help us spread the WeGraph mission of supporting women and girls in emerging tech and science. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at WeGetRealAF. And visit our website at www.WeGetRealAF.com. Don't forget to like, comment, and to subscribe to the podcast. We also want to give a big shout out and thanks to Sam McLean for providing sound production for the show. You can find Sam on Instagram at McLean Sounds, that's M-C-L-E-A-N-S-O-U-N-D-S, and to our voiceover artist, Veronica Horta, for her show introduction. You can find Veronica on LinkedIn by searching for Veronica Horta, H-O-R-T-A. We'll meet you back here next time for another great conversation about high tech with cool women.